0: Welcome to Patch Notes. Already in uh in action, we are John and I are talking uh about uh things on the internet, and we decided yeah. we would we would pause and start the show so you too could Some, hear
1: what we think about what you think. Something you guys don't get that's sort of a behind the scene thing, a production thing, is that every one of these episodes begins by me stopping mid sentence and saying, We should be fucking recording this. Hit the play button. It's true. Um, it's true. Yeah. It's true.
0: That's, that's like absolutely correct. That's important.
1: Um, and, and this is the time I've been most wrong about that because we were in the <laughs> middle of talking about WandaVision, which neither of us have seen. But um, we're looking at the last fight. So I guess
0: Agatha, yeah. who is as, – as I, I, I got to tell you, my, um, my knowledge of the sort of like um,
1: – Is more... the woman with like the giant like wink smile, is that meme from WandaVision? Uh, I believe... I think it must be. I think... Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I think Agatha is some sort of, like... Agatha Harkness is a recurring villain character from Scarlet Witch, and like most Marvel villains... I haven't seen WandaVision, but I know kind of what Marvel gets up to. Like most Marvel villains, she is simply a palette swap of the main character in terms Mm -hmm. of powers and abilities. Right. So if Wanda can shoot chaos ma- red chaos magic from her hands, Agatha Harkness can shoot let's say black chaos magic from her. And hands. And Mo Harkness can shoot the damn rock. That's yes. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Um
0: anyway, uh yeah, it seems that way. It I really feel like and here here's here, I'll 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 meet everyone halfway because I know there are people who listen to the show who like the Marvel stuff and I don't want to but uh, so let me as a comic book as a as a pre- former comic book guy um who you know read and bought a ton of comic books let
1: Recovering say recovering recovering yeah, comic recovering that's
0: how to say it um they should have just done they should have done um uh Iliana in in hell uh with Colossus and stuff like that that's uh, much more interesting
1: well they there's rights shit as to why they haven't done the X-Men stuff yet um and apparently they didn't bring the mutants into this either uh, you know i probably should we probably shouldn't just be giving out WandaVision spoilers at the top of the episode but this won't dro- this will drop for a week anybody who uh who really like who really likes the show and would be bothered by this has already seen it are these spoilers um, that we're
0: talking about i guess I, I don't
1: even know sort of i mean me like okay so wanda's whole thing is she's a mutant uh she yeah, and her yes. brother were mutants and they're the only mutants that marvel yes uh who she was fucking in some adaptations of this story uh but not the marvel ones because they're too clean um, i don't like that I, I gotta tell you I'm, I'm glad not the marvel ones yeah <laughs> i mean all right that was mostly mark millar's interpretation and mark Millar's is kind of a stupid piece of oh, shit i hate um mark millar, man. he has me blocked because he also obsessively named searches for people to block um mark millar uh, just in case you listen to this podcast um you're a dumb piece of shit uh, most of your comments yeah. are bad. Get him. And, uh, every good idea you ever had, you stole from Grant Morrison, um, which is why the t- apparently why the two of you aren't friends anymore. Um, yeah, brutal. That's not nice. the decision. Not the decision I would have made. Uh, but uh, to not be friends with Mark Millar, I know. Yeah. Well, I mean, would've, I, I would have stayed friends. Yeah, uh, Scots that vote Tory are just the people I love. Um, <laughs> no, uh, he was. Um, he was, uh, he wrote the Ultimates, um, mm-hmm. which may be one of the better depictions of, uh, the Avengers. Honestly, that was the be- one Mark Millar because... book that I enjoyed. Ultimates Volume One.
0: Ultimates, yeah. after volume that, two got was stupid.
1: Oh, yes. I mean, you. It's it's always a, like a, a weird juggling project, except everything is about to explode with Millar.
0: Yeah, and and, um, and
1: Ultimates Volume One, as I recall, was like one of the one Kate one piece
0: one like moments where it's like okay, you sort of did, you kind of did League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, but with Avengers, and you pulled it off. Like, well, I good, mean, good for you. That's fine.
1: The thing with Millar is he's a dumb hater who um, is enthralled by a sixteen-year-old sensibility of what. Uh, plot twists and edginess should be. And that honestly works with the Avengers because they should be written by someone who is, absolutely hates them and wants to see them suffer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, yeah and gives them absolutely no, like, you know, no cells, every good thing about them. Cap, uh, Captain America is merely just an old school uh, segregationist fascist um, who, you know, you know, boomer times 20, uh, doesn't understand civil rights. Um, Tony Stark is exactly Elon Musk. Um, you know, you know all that bullshit. Um, yeah, it, you know, it Gets into it. He I mean, still does stuff like having Wolverine age ninety eight. Fuck uh, Jean Grey age sixteen in the comic in Ultimate X Men One. Um, he still does stuff like uh, have G- have uh, Tony kill Black <laughs> Widow. Um, <laughs> and uh, this just, just the utterly bizarre. Wasp and um... what was it? Yeah, I guess he was Ant Man at that time. I was trying to think if he was, if he was Yellow Jacket. Uh, the Hank Pym Ant Man and Wasp bullshit. I think it, like Wasp gets eaten or something. Like like she's does small it, doesn't and small. the Hulk eat her. Yeah, yeah. There's just yeah. You know, there's just so much dumb bullshit he does. But he hated the uh, the Avengers enough that he actually sort of. Uh, Created a definitive um, oppositional reading of them.
0: The Hater's Um, Guide to the Avengers.
1: Yeah. Uh, And that's the only good thing he's ever done in his career. Because a lot of the rest of his career he spent time doing shit like um, what if Clayface was actually made out of human feces from the sewer? Uh, That's wanted. Uh, and, uh, I'm working, I'm working the Spider-Man office now and Marfa wants to do romance comics. So what if I do a romance comic, uh, about a bunch of teenagers fucking on vacation and swinging? And it turns out at the end, it's actually about how Uncle Ben is Peter's father because the characters, which we've only named by their first names up until now are, um, Aunt May... Uh, Peter's alleged mom and Uncle Ben and Peter's alleged father, um, but but Uncle Ben was fucking uh, his his brother's girlfriend and got her pregnant with Peter as a teen child. That's messed up. Uh, yeah, no, man. Have you thought of Have you thought about how crazy that shit is? How, that how means, crazy that, that Peter shit would let be. Let his
0: dad die. His dad, who is a clone or a spy or some version of the two.
1: Yeah, so you know how uh, the apparent uh, purpose of that comic was to launch a romance line? <laughs> Didn't work. <laughs> so the, people people weren't feeling that, huh? No, no, it's it's very strange. Um, so yeah, that's, I mean, he's, he's been more successful in his life than I ever will be in mine. Uh, you can tell that by the three or four or five absolutely horrid movies based on his work that have been made in Hollywood. Um, All of which are actually much better than the comics they come from. Well, there you Um, go. So, you know. It's not all bad. No, it's all bad. It's all bad. It it is all extremely (laughs) bad. Uh, It's just, you know, various degrees of tolerability. Okay. Um, But besides that, how is the play
0: Mrs. Lincoln? It was fantastic. What were we even originally? talking WandaVision, A Wandavision. Right? Yeah, I guess we could stop it. The, the final scene I did not like very much. I Didn't think it looked very good. I saw a clip. Probably of a lot not. Of people getting very excited about it online, and, and I don't want to yuck their yum or anything. If they got really excited about it, that's cool. I have. I've been there. I've watched like, you know, WB shows back in the day when it was still the WB instead of the CW. Mm-hmm. Like, you know we've all been awed by very bad production values uh, that's we're
1: invested into a story. But I, I, hold that I, thought. Um, so that's what Marvel's doing, right? WandaVision. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you want to see what DC's doing? Of course. Are, is, are, do, we
0: ask, do we got some Arrowverse stuff going on? Or is this uh, the Snyder this Cut? Is,
1: no, this is not Snyder Cut. This is... Let me see if I can find it.
0: Is the Joker who laughs back...
1: No, no, no. This is this was tweeted out from the DC account. I'm going to put it in our tra- chat here. Uh, this is a promo image, as far as I can tell, a sincere promo image um, from the DC Comics verified account for the Star Girl TV show on the CW. Mm hmm. Okay. And click uh- that. Link.
0: I am, I am on record as maybe the last uh, – oh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. Not, not the last one that I loved, but maybe the comic that got me back into comics harder than any is the JSA, the new JSA. so Oh, then you'll
1: be- love this image. Just click that link. Oh, no. So what he's looking at, because podcasting is not a visual medium, um, what he's looking at is – a image from DC Comics is verified account. This says "80 Years of Starman," the classic JSA character. James Robinson did a fantastic long run on him on that book. Wonderful comic, the, um, the James Robinson Starman. Yep, um, you know he's been a great character for many years in that JSA role. And even uh, when Star Girl Courtney Whitmore was introduced in the comics by Jeff Johns in some of his only actually relatable work as a comic book writer. Um, the Starman character there was, you know, he's a background because Stargirl was taking the the lead uh, with the cosmic staff and the cosmic rod or whichever it is. Yeah. Uh, anyway, what he's looking at is eighty years of Starman with this great Alex Ross art in the background. Really nice this art montage. In
0: the I don't in know the if f- Alex Ro- Ross is a bad person or anything yet, but is certainly great artist. Yeah. In the foreground. We have Joel McHale. I was going to say, is that Joel McHale? Because they That's don't. That's Joel It's
1: Joel. They, like, it's they Joel don't McHale. Even include
0: his name. It just looks like a
1: bearded man. And it looks like the art direction they've given him here is give me the face that you would be giving the camera if you're getting your mugshot taken for a drunken disorderly. <laughs> and what he's wearing isn't the classic Starman costume. Or even now, the new point, Starman costume. People pointed out
0: in the com- in the comments that it looks like Skyman, who I... I gotta tell you, I don't
1: know who that is. It looks like the Star-Spangled Kid outfit. Yeah, um, okay. Or Stargirl's outfit, but converted into a man's. Like, instead of well, bearing his midriff, he's got white fabric. Right, because, like, because...
0: Star sort of you know here's where we get really into the nerdy weeds. Star Girl's outfit sort of was star-spangled kid ask. Yeah. She sort of like shift,
1: uh, she graduated. Yeah, from, she did that she did both of those for a bit. Uh yeah. so but this is like not a costume Starman as as far as I know ever worn. Um and it oh my it, like it just looks so cheap. I
0: mean if even if it was like it the way they've done it, the way they put it out, it looks like a porn parody.
1: It looks like yeah, it looks like a Captain America porn. My my um my comment on it was that he looks like the guy who gets killed first in like the boys, <laughs> if the yeah. boys was a CW series itself and only had the budget to do CW series costumes instead of like Homelander's whole getup. If you know, if this was a if the CW did a version of the boys, this would be the guy the boys killed first.
0: Correct. Yes. And and
1: no one would no one would mourn him. This is this is
0: like whenever any comic book that wants to be edgy makes fun of Aquaman. This is like this is the version of that, but making fun
1: of. You know, there is a lot of it's. He looks like fascist patriotic Aquaman. He looks like Reagan Aquaman. Yeah, he does.
0: Because he's got the
1: the sort of the hook staff. Like the, the way that the, the 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 cosmic staff or whatever I, I'm forgetting what that's called, but the way that its headpiece works, it looks sort of like a folded in Aquaman staff with the with the A and the hook. Yeah, you're right. Uh, you're right. He looks it, like fascist Aquaman. It's really like I mean it's it's extremely
0: dumb. Like it it it, it honestly looks as if someone wanted to make like sort of a I don't know, like, a throwback to those, like, 90s comics that were always trying to do the thing that Watchmen did and just not really quite getting there. But,
1: like, you know, selling some action figures along the way. Um, He looks like the mentor of one of the characters in in the Brat Pack. (laughs) If anyone remembers that comic besides me.
0: Only vaguely. uh, He kind of looks like... He looks a little bit like a really bad version of... um, like the the JSA redesigns, like how yeah. how in JSA they were like, okay, we're gonna do Wildcat, and we're gonna do Hourman, we're gonna do like we're gonna do all the cool the cool people you guys don't remember. He looks like you're he lo- not he looks- eighty, but like it, yeah. but like they it looks like they were like,
1: but we're not gonna try is the thing. So. He looks he looks like an action figure. Yeah, like look at the belt. The belt is one color. It's like they took a, a can of spray paint and just sh- sh- because they cuz you know on the production line that that part of the model can only be that color. Incredible. It really uh, this is, is a- like it's so bad. I, even his face looks like it.
0: I mean in action in the show itself, he looks okay. okay. I guess cuz they have a
1: little gif underneath. But even there it's not all that good. It's too shiny. But also he's also at least obviously in the costume there. Like there's yeah. like this in in the picture. There's this weird space between the collar, and it looks like it's like a fucking plastic collar. You know when they do that the thing where like and the like, neck, they have to do this for like football players because when mm-hmm. they change teams, yeah, or, or, or baseball players where it's like, it's <laughs> Joel like, McHale just got traded from a real sport to DC Comics.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so like it's just this it's just this picture from when he was on you know like the Rams. But he uh, now he's now he's on like you know the the DC Comics DC Comics and so they have to they have to put him in the new uniform. It's really bad, is what I'm saying. Um, this is embarrassing. Uh, it is. I think if anyone was looking forward to the Starman TV show, and I mean, I think if there's, I, I I know that I don't watch a lot of superhero stuff now, and and I'm I'm not missing out. I don't feel like any sort of sense of missing out. Um, not that you know it, if it's your thing that it's bad, but like I'm not I'm not missing it. I should say like the the movies stopped doing anything for me a while ago. But the I would say if there's like one person in the world who could be swayed by like oh they're doing is this going to be sort of like a cool uh, a cool JSA sort of thing like is this going to start a JSA universe I'm there for it. It's me and I have zero interest. Loved James Robinson Starman. Loved the JSA. Loved. Every single bit of this, like the old 40s, All-American comics, Star-Spangled Comics,
1: stuff like that. It, this just, this sucks. Yep. Apparently they're uh, going to try their hand at Jay Garrick, too, in this uh this Yeah, that's going to, oh, they're, uh, they're just going to have, like, an actual pan on his head. <laughs> I hope so.
0: <laughs> this, anyway, this is a video game podcast. They just, Oh, well, they're all the same these days. It's, it's nerd culture, as I hear. That's true. Um. Yeah, I mean, video games this week are actually there's 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 some interesting news.
1: Yeah. Um. So we got we got that going for us. Uh... There's like there's two really interesting things and one thing to laugh about. Yes. So John, why don't why don't you
0: you start us off because the one thing that we have is uh, near and dear to your heart, as listeners will know.
1: Yes. Uh. So uh, this actually missed the cut for getting into last episode by like. Ten hours, fifteen hours, something like that. Um, a classic amount came, of hours. A classic amount. It came hot on the heels of the announcement that Anthem Next uh, has gone to the great uh, shovelware bin in the sky, um, which rip, rip, rip ha- to our friends at Anthem Next. Yeah, um, and it comes from Jason Schreier, uh, the the sources at AAA publisher Whisperer. Uh, of Bloomberg um, and basically the production meeting that, en- that um, got rid of Anthem Next also told the, uh, the teams making Dragon Age 4 that they're allowed as a treat to not have um, multiplayer or games as a service uh, features in the upcoming Dragon Age 4 game just as a treat, as a treat, um, you get which, to make a game that people will buy. Yeah, it's it, which is very funny because it's both. It's very clearly presented both in the way that the sources are leaking it and the way that the article is presenting it. Um, that EA has basically sighed and stepped back and looked at the uh, the massive, numerous failures that have plagued Bioware for the last uh, five years. I think we're at five years at this point since it, uh, since Andromeda's dev cycle started. Um, they've stepped back and they've said, all right, fine, we relent. We won't have you make this game bad on purpose. <laughs> um, you may remember uh, the, some of the stuff, I think we sort of discussed it last time with Anthem, uh, about Andromeda that came out, which was that um, uh, they weren't allowed to make aliens you couldn't cosplay as. Oh, I didn't
0: know that. In, that in, you, you, you yeah, Mass Effect. That in, That's I didn't. Okay.
1: Uh, in Mass Effect Andromeda, they came up, or they originally, in the original design document, they had 10 new alien species. Um, now, the way that you save on production costs for a lot of these types of NPCs uh, is you don't give them faces. The vast yes. majority of the cost associated with uh, modeling and animating a non player character or, or a player character, especially a player character, um, is dealing with what you do when their face makes the talking motions and the emotion motions, uh, mm-hmm. like so, uh, smiling, frowning, shit like that. Yeah, even uh, like this. Even, is... a non,
0: even sort of like a non human character like, uh, like Garrus or, or like, yeah. the, uh, like the big, strong lizard guys.
1: Yep. I mean, it's easier for them. I mean, it's easier to animate a Turian or a um, um, Krogan than it is to animate an Asari. Oh, look at you, fancy guy! You know who these various races are. Nice work. Yeah, I mean, you know, the closer they are, their faces to human, the more work you have to put into it. Um, right. So they came up with ten species, and apparently, EA dev came back. Uh, EA's executive people came back and said no. Uh, you can't put aliens into this game unless uh, people can cosplay as them. <laughs> such a good such a good move. Yeah. Uh, this is possibly also why there are no Hanar in the game. There are no Volus in the game. Um, can't cosplay why as, them. They, as them. Well, the, why the, the Quarians are not in the game either. Um, no one likes they're the all, s- them. Yeah, they're all stuck on the ship that never arrived that was obviously supposed to be DLC. But all the DLC got canceled, so they never got there. Um, but they wouldn't
0: have been on that ship anyway, because you can't cosplay as them.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, and they were thinking, like, you know, we all have races that look like jellyfish. We'll have races that are like a ball of weird tentacles. We'll have, you know, all that stuff. Well, I mean, they did races like this in Mass Effect One. Um, yeah, they wanted like
0: non-Euclidean aliens. Like the yeah. it's the classic. It's the classic forget if Jack Kirby said this, but I always associate it with Kirby for whatever reason. But the idea that like most aliens that anyone draws are just like they have two arms and two legs and they look vaguely like people if you break it down. Like yeah, the it's, I mean, sort of like tricky thing is to draw something that would
1: not look anything like us. And, and part of that is that people who were doing what Kirby described there were people taking their aesthetic cues from TVs. Shows and mm-hmm. movies and and filmic depictions of sci-fi, where the easiest way and the budget way to do that is to just put some makeup on somebody with some head ridges.
0: Yeah, of course, right. Um, I mean, that would that, yeah, it's much cheaper to do than to make some sort of like
1: massive crazy alien that you have to animate and do stuff with. Yep. Uh, so it's the opposite, obviously, in video games where you have to create a lot of stuff from scratch. Uh, and what it turned into was uh, instead of 10 new races, you got two. And one was the bad guy race that no one's going to want to cosplay as. Um, and both of them looked boring <laughs> as shit. Uh, the The Angara were the, the friendly race. And, you know, I have no problem with the Angara. Uh, they sort of looked like um, off-brand Twi'leks from Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's fine. You know, nothing against that. Um, no one really cosplayed to them because no one cared about the game because the game was really empty because it only had two alien species from the in the new galaxy. <laughs> yep, yep. It, you know, like making that dictate that you know I, we want everyone to cosplay as these characters. We can give it a huge marketing push and then slashing their dev budget and abandoning the project as soon as like the beta goes wrong. Truly, truly, just like. Putting the cart before the horse in the most um,
0: in the purest way possible.
1: Yeah, it's very strange that uh, this studio's next project was uh, sent out there to die after being uh, planned poorly and executed even worse. Um, And which one was that again? That That would be Anthem. I'm just just joking. (laughs) Um, So yeah, Dragon Age Four is now getting its like fourth course change, fifth course change mm-hmm. um, in its direction since uh, it was originally, you know, launched into pre-production or planning or, you know, whatever they call the first stage of all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's now it's now been six years, wow. six years, seven years since uh, Dragon Age Inquisition, um, which was a title that Bioware developers at the time had openly hoped would fail because of how abusive and shitty the dev process on it was. very normal. but, but very they had to wait to have that happen in a dev process. yeah they had to wait a little while longer for everything to fall apart. Um, so it's gonna be very interesting to see what they do with this because they did finally commit sort of to something about the game. They put out a uh, story trailer at the Games Awards hmm. uh, and it's this very strange it's all pre-rendered. Uh it features um I think the guy's name is Brian Bloom. Check. Yes, Brian Bloom, who is the voice actor of Varric, mm, the uh okay. the okay. dwarf with the perpetually open shirt. Oh baby. And it's weird because he's doing the he does this whole spiel, this this big speech about how he's done with heroes. Like he's done with people chosen by fader prophecy, he's done with you know singular, all-encompassing personalities that take over and and start these movements of like cult-like worship that uh, change history and move nations about. And he's basically he's saying he's done with Dragon Age protagonists: the Warden from Dragon Age One, Hawk from Dragon Age Two, um, the Inquisitor from Dragon Age Inquisition. All of these encompass. The sort of you know chosen by the gods, chosen by fate, um, super powerful, super narratively potent uh, player characters who all fuck their subordinates and build huge bases. Um, yeah, yeah. And he's saying we're done with those. I want all I want is 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 people who believe in the ability of of Ferelden to choose their choose its fate, uh, and you know you know working together. To uh, to stop these these megalomaniacs, and what he's what he's describing is a games as a service game. He's describing the division. Yeah, he's right. describing you know Ghost Recon. He's describing you go into uh, the character creator and build yourself an operator, and then you drop into a large sumptuous you know overall game world that you grind in until you're at an acceptable level to do the raids, and you know in the raids you'll probably be fighting these you know protagonists-type characters that are now the villains, these named enemies who are the only definition the plot has. Like, the plot has to be defined in the Division and stuff like that by your antagonists, because they're the only named characters, the only characters with actual qualities that could be nailed down that aren't ciphers. Right, right. None of this is Dragon Age. Like, the people who love Dragon Age do not come to this product for a Games as a Service... Just like just say, open say world the, shooter say MMO.
0: Like, I'm I'm still interested in the Age of Heroes if it's, if it's possible to go back
1: to yeah. what you were talking about there. I, I like, want to hear more about that Age of Heroes. It really did sound like what Varric was describing in in that trailer, uh, to the extent that he was describing anything, because it's a storage story trailer for a game that you know has been vaporware for many years and has been restarted many times. He's describing, you know, an MMO loot shooter. Which is exactly what you want to play, right? Which just failed. That's what just failed. (laughs) (laughs) It's explicitly what just failed from this very company. It is insane that, you know, there was even the possibility that the game would look like this. Yeah. So. No, I mean, um, it, it, it...
0: it's weird that it took this long, right? It's weird that it took yeah. Anthem failing for them to get to this point
1: of saying, "You like, know, it's not yeah, weird." Okay, I don't look like what? I don't think it's weird. It took Anthem failing. I think it's weird because executives are stupid. Um, oh sure, yeah, that's. I don't know anything about video game development. Uh, you've seen with how hard it's been for Google and Amazon and Apple to get into video game development. It, it, like, the the people who run those companies, their brains don't work in the way that their brains need to work to develop a creative product. You could have stopped
0: at the first part.
1: Yes. Uh, no, their brains do work. They work on Terminator logic. They work in ways that are designed to kill you. Um, they don't work in ways that Kristen allow game Cinema developers. Bots. Yes. Uh, we're not going to get into her. I don't want to get, like, the FBI in here. Okay. Um, All right. I don't want them here either. I mean, yeah, uh, you know, their brains work in ways that uh, are mostly there to like weed out people to fire, um, <laughs> because it's all about you know, in you know, becoming a robot for the corporation, putting its identity into you, learning the Amazon way and all that shit, and their studios have produced nothing. Yeah. Um, and so you know, executives don't know how games work, but they do. When the game fails the first time, usually realize that was a bad play. But no, for them to for them to tell Dragon Age Four, you don't have to be this game. It took the reboot of Anthem. I know it's great to fail. It's so funny
0: that like it took Anthem next failing that it, that in yeah. fact like we, we get to we get to someone saying like, okay guys, like I, I'm sorry, like that, my bad. like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no one no one in that executive suite ever said I'm sorry or my bad. Oh I know, but let's this is, be like, fair. This is as close as you're gonna get. Yeah.
0: Um, um yeah, it's wild. It, I mean it it just it's it's crazy too because you'd think a, a new dragon age would be essentially like I mean that's free money. Like it, it's not hard to do a new dragon age that people like. You're just, you're literally like giving people what they've been asking for. You just say, okay, yeah, can you make me like this game? You've already sort of like, you've already kind of scripted it out. You've already kind of done the work. Can you just like finish doing the work and we'll be very happy and that'll be the end of it. Like, we'll, we'll just, we'll eat it all up. It'll be, it'll be like candy to us. Uh, and and we'll, and we'll never, we'll never complain again. Um, it's just so weird that like it's taken this long for them to just be like, Okay, fine, let's just do a do a friggin' Dragon Age game. Like, fine. We'll just eat it up, piggies. Like It's just odd. Like that that's like the one thing these companies are good at. It's just saying, like, oh, you piggies want more of like this dumb thing Then fine. Like it's it's like I mean
1: Yeah. That's what they're doing with Mass Effect with this Mass Effect remastered, uh, where the only difference seems to be that for the 5% of the games that didn't have lens flare, they're going back and they're editing in more lens flare. And how popular is it? Just to make it? sure. Like it's it's ultra- extremely popular.
0: Yeah, people are amped. Like All you have to do is call people terrible swine and like, <laughs>
1: just be like, yeah. I um, mean, yeah, they're fucking sickos. Like, yeah. And they've um, announced there's a new Mass Effect game in development they released a, a story trailer for that which literally has no story in it. It just has the uh the sexy nerd babe uh, Liara lowering the hood, uh, lowering her hood to reveal her face. That's all she's doing. And uh everyone lost their goddamn minds. Yeah, of course. Um, that's all you need to do to get like that's
0: I mean, we 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 joke around about Amazon and stuff like that, but it seems like the main thing Amazon and most of these places don't recognize is like you're 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 player base your audience base is like yeah sure there are some like smart people in there or whatever like I'm not I'm not saying like I play video games I don't think I'm like ai I wouldn't call myself um, an utter swine I mean in, I, I might but I would prefer other people don't but like you know like it it's so weird to me that they're just like they don't seem to realize that like your player base is so predictable your customer mm-hmm. base is so
1: predictable just like just just take what they're giving you See, here's the thing. I prefer to think of it as the idea that beloved IPs and making a game based on a beloved IP isn't a fan reward process. It's a hostage negotiation. (laughs) Uh, And the the company is holding the property hostage, and what they're trying to figure out is the exact amount of violence they can force players to do to themselves and the amount of violence they can do to the property... Uh, and you know the rents and the excess fees they can charge based on that violence uh, and still sell the product. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, in that sense I get it, right?
0: Mm-hmm. I don't think it's good, but I get it. No. I yeah. I just I just think it's weird. Like I think it's weird that they like I think it's weird they won't cut cut bait for an easy like recoup, right? Yeah. Like that that's what movies do. Movies are just as are just as like uh, criminal and like venal as video games, more so, and uh, they just want they're they're only concerned about their bottom line. But like, you know, at a certain point of vi- a movie, you'll be like, okay, like all this stuff we've been trying to like shove down your throats didn't work. Uh, how many of y'all want another Avengers movie? <laughs> like, you know, it's not it's not hard to like to just do the easy thing, right? Like,
1: that's what's weird to me that they have it done. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they've lost some of the capability to do it uh, because people keep quitting because it sounds like the work environment over there is is shitty. Very strange, considering. I know. uh, What a surprise based on what we heard before, too, right? Um, So, yeah, the guy uh, running – we've mentioned this before. The guy heading up development for Dragon Age 4 right now, um, his last job was the Anthem Next relaunch. Uh, How'd that as go? That I, I, have we heard about that recently? I think he put out a blog post about it. Um, <laughs> forget what was in that blog post. Uh, before that, he was the head of the live team for Anthem. Uh, and before that, he was some dude they hired away from Blizzard.
0: Absolutely love to uh, to get rewarded for my many successes.
1: So yeah, the uh, guy they hired to be the live team manager for Anthem uh, is now the developer now the lead the lead designer the lead the, the project lead not the lead designer uh, on Dragon Age Four wherever that's going, and uh, I hope him the best because I am actually a Dragon Age fan and I will be purchasing that game. Um, I mean, you must be pleased
0: that it's like it's it's it is at least like ostensibly not going to be pure games as service.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've sounded pleased this entire segment. Uh, um, <laughs> sure, but yeah, I mean, it's <sighs> the thing about Inquisition is you can tell you can tell this has happened before. Inquisition was also supposed to be an MMO. Uh, you can tell by how the world was designed and how many cosmetic skins are in that game just for free. Yeah, because uh, it was obviously just pulled out the uh, the uh, money cost the money shop. Uh, and gave you all the mount skins, you know, just, you know, <laughs> for whatever. Uh, you can, you know, buy them at the market or something for the in-game currency, the the gold. You know, just like you buy it, you pay 100 pieces of gold for a sword. Um, so, you know, this is something that's always been hanging over the franchise's head like a sort of Damocles. But why is that? Like, it, it has never been able to do it. Like,
0: Dragon Dragon Age is, like, the game that only can be Dragon Age. It's never mm-hmm. been successful
1: I'm, otherwise. I mean, it, it's hanging over their head because EA decided that games as a service was the future, and uh, Dragon Age has some big maps. All right. Big maps mean a lot of players. I mean, yes. it, 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 it's, I'm not saying it's smart, but you know, there was it's a game. To me. There's a game being developed, you know, and if that ga- that game could use more ways to charge rent. You know, it's it's not like it's not like Dragon Age is alone here. Everything EA has done, uh, except like Jedi what? Fallen Order. This is the other part of the the uh, equation: is that Jedi Fallen Order was a shocking success. They thought it would be a horrible failure shocking because design, it was a yes. <laughs> because it was a single player, cinematic, story focused game that wasn't inundated with microtransactions.
0: foods, There's no way this will
1: succeed. It was so, more or less, sent out to die that they didn't even plan DLC for it. Is there Um, any now? No. There was a free update that unlocked, like, a White Room combat simulator. What an incredible waste. (laughs) Uh, But, no, there was no story DLC. There was no additional uh, added content. Um, I don't think there was even, like, cosmetic packs to buy. Man. you know, just there was there were just a couple of custom lightsabers that you could only get from like pre-orders or something. That is wild. Uh, um, yeah, they had they completely were gobsmacked by that be that game being successful. And so you know these these brilliant these minds of the industry these MBAs are like, you know Chet, I've just had an idea. Single player <laughs> games they might be successful. Oh. Donovan, you're a genius. Single-player games? Who's ever thought of that? I did just now. Um, <laughs> and so now we're all, we, now, we're all uh, waiting
0: with bated breath of the further
1: adventures of these two. Yeah, uh, it's, they're not named Chet and Donovan. They're named like Kevin and Mark. They don't even have interesting names. These fuckers. Um, it's like Liam, there's a Liam there too. I bet. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm. We'll see how it goes. We'll see if it actually, uh, if this time the game gets off the ground and into production uh, correctly, or if it gets canceled and relaunched the seventh time. God, was it really seven times? No, it's, it's like only four or five. Okay, okay.
0: I didn't know if you were using hyperbole there or not. No. Um, uh, typically, I do de- not de- ve- let people use uh, um, hyperbole on the show but uh, it's
1: you. Uh, My my apologies, my lord. (laughs) Well, I'm allowing you to make this one mistake. Oh, thank you. King Trev, his (laughs) beneficence is Ah. unlimited. Thank you. Um, Yeah, no, there were a couple, like, different revisions. There was uh, apparently a version that was supposed to be really, really, uh, like, small-scale, like, happening within, like, a village or something. (laughs) Whoa. Which... Interesting to see how that would have gone. Um, You know, and there was a version that completely ignored the events of Dragon Age Inquisition and just went somewhere else on the world map to do something else entirely, which is insane because Dragon Age Inquisition ends on a cliffhanger. If there's anything Um, that
0: I know that RPG fans enjoy, it's when you ignore all the previous story. Yeah.
1: Yeah it's when you think uh, that you have this great idea that no one's ever had for the franchise before and it but it that it hinges completely on just ignoring everything everyone else ever did. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, in it uh, just making sure that they never get to see their favorite characters again or that any plot lines ever get paid off. That's the the key thing to do. They that, love really it. They def- love it. that really that uh, really you know establishes your bona fides as a great writer like Joss Whedon. Yeah. Um, all right, enough about Dragon Age. We've talking about it for like twenty minutes.
0: Um, Can I? I, I just saw. I just saw a thing show up about Wandavision again. Can I say that the hmm. the thing about Wandavision being somehow like inscrutable and difficult to understand is very weird to me.
1: Well, apparently they uh, did a big thing on the ship of Theseus in it. Oh. Um, okay. And knowing what I know about how the internet reacted to massive pop culture discussions of uh, the trolley problem and uh, the Monty Hall problem previously, I'm uh, sure... What's the I'm Monty sure, Hall problem?
0: I, can't, I don't know uh, you one. get. I,
1: I know, I'm uh, sure I
0: know it, but I don't know it by name.
1: You get three doors. Uh, how does it work? You get three doors. You eliminate one. You choose one. And then you... No, Rocky 7,
0: Adrian's Revenge.
1: Monty <laughs> Hall problem. I think there's three doors. I know how it ends. Uh, it's a probability puzzle. Is, there, it, 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 is it three doors or is it uh, yes, four Yes, it's lights? three doors. So, um... Sorry. <laughs> what happens is you, you there's three doors. You pick a door. The game show host goes to one of the two doors you didn't pick, which doesn't have the prize behind it, and opens it and reveals it to you. And then asks you if you want to switch doors, right? Um, which is a trick. I, I I don't think you ever. Either you never or you always switch doors. One of those two probability answers is one hundred percent factually correct. Um, well, I would assume that you like you switching, switching, switching is the uh, is the is the factually statistically correct answer. Oh, that's apparently. fascinating because I would
0: assume there would be no difference because, of course, like you. You have essentially picked 50-50 between those two doors. mm mm-hmm. uh, right. I don't know math. Yeah, so no, I, I mean, that's
1: fine. Anyway. Explain. Um, that's cool. Well, oh, The way it works is a woman basically solved it and got told for 10 years that she was wrong because she was a woman. Right, yeah. Well, okay. um,
0: Listen, we're Bernie bros on the show. We understand how this works.
1: Yeah. Um, all right, so
0: we have other stories. Don't yeah, we? yeah. There are yes. so many stories to tell. We're like the uh, we're like the MCU. Uh, the other story to tell is about the Harry Potter game, Hogwarts. That's right. That's
1: um, fucking Hogwarts.
0: Yeah, I mean it's funny having like a kid because uh, mm. these are kid books. You could, it is also funny to see uh, J.K. Rowling's weird turf stuff show up because there's like people freak out about. Can boys be in the girls bathroom and stuff like that it's very funny oh yeah
1: they uh, they had to completely disavow her yeah bro um, yeah they the disavow her
0: development uh, people people make very valid points about her um, still making money off this game so it doesn't really help on the other hand there's all sorts of people who make money off of all <laughs> sorts of games but this game has been uh I don't know I don't know what other way to say it other than extremely fraught
1: <laughs> just like yeah no they uh not only is is Joanne um, Dang. You know, making money Get off her. of it, <laughs> either way. Uh, but they put like a gamer gator in charge of it, and I don't mean just like a guy who believes in gamer I mean a guy who's a YouTube channel, a YouTube channel where he talks about how much of a gamer gator he is, uh, which is exactly the kind of press they needed. Yeah, that was, uh, that was coming smart. out of the out of the gate here.
0: Now, see, I read the uh, thing. He said he's happy. He says he loves the the team, and like it was actually a very. Uh, like normal decision, and we wasn't pushed out. So, I mean, we probably believe that, right?
1: Well, he also said he's going to do a video on it. Uh oh. So wait for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hogwarts Legacy lead designer Troy Levitt has quit Avalanche Software following a backlash over the content of his personal YouTube channel. This article is from GamesIndustry.biz. Um, good site. Good site. Yeah, it's great. Despite making uh, fun of
0: its name a while back, I, I do have to say it's a good site.
1: So uh, Levitt's YouTube channel is at the root of the issue, as Kotaku pointed out, linked to Kotaku here. His videos contain many controversial opinions, including defenses of public figures accused of sexual misconduct, and qualifies support of the fundamentally monog- uh, misogynist, uh, chemi- for some reason it's called the GameGate movement uh, here. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> with with two capital Gs. GameGate. So inter- <laughs> interline capital G. Um, yeah, he was like, it's very weird that a guy is like in that position and doing YouTubes. I think, I mean, if it
0: were me here, here's, here's me. If I was, if I was got a dream job uh, of, of my own and then, uh, was also making like controversial stuff on the side, I'd probably cool it on the controversial stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean I assume he did, but he also didn't delete his YouTubes. Yeah, see,
0: that's the other thing you got to do. Hasn't he learned from all of the the like big time athletes? Like this is like the thing that oh, sorry, he's a gamer gator, so probably not. But like that's the oh, thing God.
1: that's the thing you do. I just went to his LinkedIn. Um I'm going to link a picture of this guy. I mean, I don't – I'm not – I have no room to criticize anybody's looks. This is not about his looks. This is about his facial expression on his LinkedIn. Oh, boy. Troy, take it or leave it. Ah. That is the YouTube face. That is the face of the YouTube.
0: He looks like he He's got permanent YouTube face. It's YouTube now, but in the past it would have been like magician.
1: Yeah, yeah. This is a weird-ass LinkedIn. He was a producer at Acclaim Studios for four years. Then he worked at Disney for thirteen years while he was doing uh, the YouTubes. Hmm. No, 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 no. Wait. No, he has a yes, yes, okay. Then he has a, a brief break employment, and then he goes to Warner Brothers to be the senior uh, producer uh, at Avalanche. I want to see some um, of the.
0: I want to see some of the old stuff he was in. Let's see. This. So, like more Morpheus Interactive. Let's see. What did they make? Oh, they're still around. Wow. Um, so they don't—they don't actually seem all that interesting because th- it says it's a dev. I—I I guess it's not. Um, I guess it's like a. Let's see, games. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, Morpheus, nineteen ninety-eight video game. Mobi- okay, Morpheus Interactive uh, and mm. Moby Games. Uh, nothing. Okay. All right. Well, not a great start for Troy. Leave it. Uh, no. We're, we'll get there. Oh, wow. That's a very 1994 logo. Uh, just a big old M, silver mm-hmm. on black.
1: No uh, one had taken it yet. Uh, let's see. Single track. Let's look up single track. Single track. That's a T R A C. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: On that. Okay. Another extremely 1995 to 2000 lo- uh, logo. Um, oh, okay, well, they they were acquired by GT Interactive. They made, wow, okay, so they made some pretty serious games. They made Twisted Metal and Twisted Metal 2. They made Jet Moto and Jet Moto 2. Um, uh, and that's about it. (laughs) They, They made some other games, but nothing that I recognize. Warhawk, Critical Depth, Out Wars, Rogue Trip Vacation 2012. Um, sounds like a good game uh streak hoverboard racing and Animorphs, shattered reality um Animorphs. wow this is a uh, such such a, a th- that was a good one by him um oh wow he was a producer and lead a designer like you said at acclaim um now I'm interested last one I'm gonna check is the sapphire corporation which just sounds like... Sounds like a Bond villain. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, actually, like a Bond villain, like a villain in one of those, like, we're doing James Bond, but not really things like Perfect Dark or something. Um, Yeah. Oh, they're not even on. William. They're not even on. William Sapphire Corporation. Yeah, yeah. They're not even on Moby Games. Um, Let's see. Sapphire Corporation. Um, Sapphire Company. Oh, okay, okay. It based in South Jordan, Utah. Already really good. Um, formerly Cygnus Multimedia. Oh, they've made a lot of stuff. Wow. Okay. Um, they developed. So basically let's see. Um, by the time he started there, it was pretty late in its cycle. They were in Pleasant Grove. Mark Kendall was the company chairman. Um, unfortunately their last game cryptid hunter uh, did not come out <laughs> they did they did make y'all want
1: to kill Bigfoot
0: <laughs> they, they made they made James bond 7 but I I have to warn you it was the game boy version um, rampage world tour for the n64 which was a fun game um, <clears throat> odd world adventures for the game boy Um Starcraft sensing a pattern Starcraft here. brood war. Okay. Uh, for uh well that's for Windows and OS. So that's uh, okay. So
1: they worked on the actual Bio All Freaks. Right.
0: Remember that game? Um yes. fighting game. Uh oh, Rainbow Six for the N64.
1: There we go. That's I was I was gonna I was gonna assume that Starcraft was for the N64. Oh,
0: Oddworld Adventures 2, not a game I recognize despite being a very big Oddworld fan. Um, these
1: are all game. These are all other people's games. Game Boy Color,
0: uh, <laughs> Microsoft, the Best of Entertainment Pack, Rogue Spear, Rainbow Six, Rogue Spear. Uh, that was for yeah. the PlayStation. There wasn't really anywhere you could go other than that. Um, E.T. Escape from Planet Earth, a 2001 video E.T. game. Wow, that's it's bold. Uh, Justice League, Injustice for All, um, for the Game Boy Advance. Wow. There we. go.
1: Van Helsing, is, is their, the video game ports. Van Helsing,
0: that was that was going to be their game. That was PlayStation Two, Xbox, and Game Boy Advance, and it was bad.
1: Yeah, I know it was it was very horrible. Hmm. All right, well,
0: good uh, good career. I definitely see why he has all all the uh, professional success.
1: Yeah, uh, I didn't look into his Disney career, his time at Disney, which is by far his longest. Uh, but oh, yeah. I did note that the icon in his LinkedIn is for Disney's radio side. Um, anyway, uh, he's um, clearly comfortable enough to uh, just let it all hang out with the free speech on the YouTubes, and hey, I guess he's allowed to do that. We're all allowed to do that, and we're all allowed to get fired from our jobs for doing that. That's also true, um, yes. yes. Uh, but it doesn't sound like he got fired. It sounds like he probably has a landing spot in mind. Hmm. Okay. Do you think... I mean, he he's already promised to monetize this uh, this uh, resignation of his. Um, and it doesn't seem like he's ever had any problems getting um, video game jobs around the Salt Lake City area. If you look at his... Uh, <laughs> yeah, if you look at uh, his, his history. His resume here. Uh, so I'm, my assumption is that this man will land on his feet.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, We'll see, I guess. W- which
1: means you don't have to feel bad about. <laughs>
0: oh, I felt so bad. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know what I, mean? um, I was like I was I was really getting upset that we were making fun of this poor man. No. Um, um so uh, yeah, he'll lean into the culture war and uh this Hogwarts game looks like ass. Uh they they're they've making a big deal about how uh you can all all their gender assignment and pronouns. Yeah, they and, made it all
0: trans-friendly.
1: Yeah. Um, and they did it the proper way, actually, which is that they just decouple all of those options from anything else, from body type, from, uh, whatever voice you want, you can use, you know, all that stuff. Nothing's locked to anything else. I mean, the devs Um, seem like totally totally normal people. I mean, except for the lead developer who just had to leave because he was doing Gamergate.
0: Yeah, well, except him. But like for what I've heard, there are a lot of people on the thing that are like, "I just wanted to make a good game," like, and of course they signed up for a Harry Potter game, or maybe they
1: didn't. I I don't know. I mean, look, this is like yeah. life's hard. I mean, that's, when you're, de- when you're that's in video the default. Games. It's not that's the default assumption. Everybody just signed up to make a vid- damn video game and not to get yelled at on Twitter. It's just very weird that it turned out that the guy running the entire show did in fact like getting yelled at on Twitter and. <laughs> Do it professionally, Listen, in fairness, so you do know, you. for years. Well, yes, but I'm not running the Hogwarts game, you could be. Um, I and I would take that health insurance, but you know, <laughs> it, it has not been offered, it was offered to this guy. Um, seems weird, you know, it's, it's, weird
0: like I gotta say, like the kids say, it's a little sus they didn't offer it to you,
1: yeah, it's, it's extremely, sus, especially since they, I mean, they should have known I shouldn't have had to apply. Um, <laughs> It's just, you know, I, I don't... Offer a It only. seems inconceivable. This man is a 20-year veteran. He is a fixture of the Salt Lake City video game development uh, industry. Um, I'm assuming he his work for Disney was there, too, because he every other job he has had listed here has been in Utah. It does not sound like um, his YouTube channel was a secret. Do you think there's a Mormon just,
0: thing going on here?
1: Yeah, I, but I didn't want to speculate about it. Well, I mean,
0: I'm, know, I'm I'm am yeah. an Eagles fan, so I'm allowed to because of the Andy okay. Reid I mean, that's
1: we're all Mormons okay. here now. That's a weird rule, but I'll respect it. <laughs> hey, um, I don't make the rule. Yeah, no. the good people of uh, Philadelphia no, I, do. I have, you know, it, it. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Um, but he is clearly connected around there, and it's clear, like, you, you know, he's been in game development since the mid '90s. So, you know. He has a track record it's established people know who he is when he hire when they hire him and the, the people who hire him probably should be aware he's had a YouTube channel that he's constantly on uh, and you know it's not like the YouTube channel is the thing of a past because he's like his resignation letter and statement was a come check out my YouTube channel when I talk about this I love I, thing. I, I
0: I mean I don't like this guy obviously he's not not my cup of tea but uh you gotta respect the the hustle of Saying, in your resignation letter, be sure to check out my YouTube channel. I mean, my
1: word. Yep. I, unbelievable. That's, that is just basic American common sense these days. Uh, gig economy is the only economy. Uh, so, uh, Shane, or whatever the fuck his name is. Sure, it's Shane. Um, it's Leave It is his last name.
0: Uh, because you can say, I'm going to leave it. Troy. Troy Love. Oh, another um, Troy is in
1: the news. <laughs> well will land on his feet and he'll be fine and hopefully the next guy they choose won't be a proud boy or something. Um, Why
0: don't you think you should have pride in his work? Sorry. It's...
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it really is just the polo shirts that bother me. Um,
0: <laughs> I just don't like Gavin McInnes. The rest of the stuff's fine. I mean, yeah. Jay Johnson India, would love to talk about this.
1: Yeah, if you can find him. It's uh, <laughs> been a little bit Get a little bit squirrely since um <laughs> since his career got resurrected on January sixth. Uh yeah, so I that's that. Uh, I look forward to dunking on and then ignoring Hogwarts legacy as much as possible. Uh-huh. Um Understandable. And we'll see where it goes from there. Uh we're you know, last item is uh Oh, this the is the funny artifact. one. Yeah. Ar- artifact has been cancelled. Um Artifact was a stupid idea. Ripped to artifact, and but has, I'm it has um, died badly, uh, and uh, no one's going to mm-hmm. mourn it. And uh, that's the way it should be. It should be free to play soon. They 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 also tried to do a relaunch thing like uh, Anthem did. Uh, everyone 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 thinks they're going to so, be the next Final Fantasy Four. So funny, like I, I Everyone don't... thinks they're going to do that. That's wild, but, but, like, like that that is what that is wild
0: to like assume that you would be able to make that work, because. Artifact didn't even have interest when it like came out. I mean, it had interest, yeah. right? But like, not it. It it lost that interest very fast.
1: Well, yeah. I mean it. It's it's people can see what you're doing when you launch a game that is explicitly about uh, trying to recreate the Team Fortress Two hat economy, right? <laughs> uh, except you're taking a larger cut this time. Like, you know, people are stupid. But they're not stupid like that. <laughs> you know, you have to – there there are ways – like people have spent a lot of time and effort uh, into figuring out ways to manipulate human stupidity for evil outcomes. We call that the study of economics, <laughs> and uh, they do it a bit more subtly than uh, – trumpeting that they're designing a game specifically for a predatory market that is susceptible to bubbles (laughs) and like bragging about it like at the very least you got to get money launderers involved and make it worth their while like this nba top shots thing. yeah there's some there's some people just like who want to
0: who will absolutely spend a bunch of money that they uh, Mm -hmm. can't otherwise account for to
1: the government to help that come off the ground and that's that's how that's how the world goes around and that's how the, t- the the Team Fortress 2 had economy worked as well. You gotta let the money launderers get their taste, uh, and it just you know, for whatever reason or another, it, it never came together for Artifact. Uh, mostly because it was like a really confusing. It was like a MOBA plus Magic the Gathering, yeah. which is just if you if you want to make the rookie cute uh, rookie cop puke on his first day, <laughs> you say uh, it is. This is a a, a MOBA version of magic, and what I mean by that is you play three lanes of magic at once. <laughs> uh, Rookie Cop is headed for the bathroom. Don't go in there.
0: This is the worst scene yeah. I've seen in a long
1: time. <laughs> so, uh, I'm not surprised it failed. I'm not surprised it failed badly. I'm kind of surprised it took this long to cut the cord on it, I'm, and I'm glad it's dead. I had no idea
0: they were doing a, a like, a, honestly, like a a reboot of this game seems like a truly miserable idea. I'm surprised that passed any muster. Well, it was either that
1: or work on Half-Life 3, and you know what their position on. Oh, God, on yeah, they don't want to do that. No. <laughs> Anything uh, but that. <laughs> so uh, that's it
0: for the damn news. The damn um, news. That was a pretty good news day, though, I got to say. Yeah.
1: Um, what have you been playing? I've still been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I played a little bit of Last Epoch, uh, a lot of Last Epoch, a little bit relatively since I've put like 150 hours into that game since Christmas. Um, uh, which is a lot for me, especially when I'm reviewing different games each week. Uh, and Last Epoch until now um, was not one of those games that I was reviewing, but I did do a review for it. Uh, for you and Hammer, which should be live uh, whenever you hear this. Now, it, it, um, or
0: did you do that? Did you put that time in and understand that I know you? This is why I'm asking this. Did you do that because you liked the game or uh, because of different reasons?
1: Well, there are, I, do, I did it because I love the game, but uh, it's also one of the reasons I love the game is because it's an ARPG and that means it's my podcast game. So when I'm listening to podcasts, ah yes, of course. Uh, you know, like uh, like no cartridge. <laughs> oh, um, yo, that podcast. <laughs> when I'm listening to myself speak for weird, uh, psycho sexual reasons. Uh, well, uh, I was gonna say pathic, but I guess we'll go with sexual. Um, yeah, I, I you know I, I like to play mindless games while I'm doing that. Um, yeah. So while I'm I'm listening to the podcast, I, I usually go through those games. Um, you know, it's just really, it's a fun, really solid ARPG. Uh, the way it does skills is interesting because uh, skill trees uh, belong not to classes, but to, you know, individual abilities themselves. Uh, sort of like uh, how in Diablo 3 you had uh, an ability that would unlock, and you'd unlock th- like four or five runes that would modify that ability okay. in different ways yeah uh instead of getting runes for this you get a full-on full-ass skill tree okay like a you know the abilities in the center and then you got nodes spiraling out from it that modify it in different ways uh, including very very um significant modifications like uh you know changing the way the the element or damage type that the ability deals uh, changing the way it pays off mana for damage, um, you know, changing whether it moves around the map or whether it casts where you click or casts on yourself, that sort of stuff. Mecha- mm. You know, big, you know, fairly decent mechanical changes, um, and Sounds fun. that focus is really what drives interest in the game because otherwise, it's just an RPG. Like uh, there's, the plot has something to do with time travel. And it didn't pay much attention. It's mostly an excuse to reuse a lot of the same zones. Oh, of course, yeah, because um, you got to. Yeah, I mean that's just smart. You know what? You know, uh, work smarter, not harder. And uh, you know, I just it's just a very good game. Um, my thoughts on it are on a different site. Um, this is not a. And website, And I've also been actually. playing. This is not a website. Well, <laughs> I mean, you will be. You you're only going to be listening to this on an RSS feed while browsing Twitter, which is where this is not, uh, or you're going to uh, see it on Red Circle, which is also where this is not. So <laughs> True enough. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Good point. Um, you know, one thing I will say about
0: about um, this is I think it's cool that you're playing games because I, I have been
1: like, I've been just miserable about playing games recently. Um, thank you. I mean, I, I've just been trying to play so many games for all the kids who can't in the world. And and thank you for doing it. And I really, I just think I'm a hero. I think so, for doing too. That. I think
0: so too. Yeah. Um, and you know, a hero will save us. Not going to stand in the way. Um, you know, various uh, uh, Spider-Man's uh, tell us.
1: Yeah. I mean, I just told onto the wings of the eagle and watch as we all fly away. Yeah, that's, that's right. Just that's, how it goes. That's how you do it? I mean, maybe you don't. I do. Maybe I'm just built different. <laughs>
0: Built, built harder, not smarter. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. It's a. Uh, it's. I don't know. Uh, I haven't really been playing a lot of games. I. I have a bunch of games that I want to play. Um. I would like to play. I would like to start Yakuza. That's the next thing I think I will do. But um. Yeah. I don't know. Um. It's been. It's and not because I am not interested in any. Unfortunately, it's just been busy. Um, with work and other stuff, so I haven't really been playing any games, but I've, I've been talking about them, which is uh, fun, too.
1: So what you're saying is you don't have a game for this? No, I, the, for, for the, the, the first podcast. time, I don't have a game. I have nothing. I can't right. even give you anything. Just making sure. Yeah, I know. I, well, listeners,
0: I came to work prepared today. Um, yeah, that, cause that's what, that's what this segment is. I pick up a game three hours before we start and, uh, and freak out and say like, I gotta get three hours into this game so I can have an opinion on it. Um, people love
1: that. How the fuck do you think I do my reviews? Um, <laughs> the master speaks, joke. uh, <laughs> <Goonhammer>. <laughs> Yeah. um, well yeah, no no no. I
0: I just haven't yeah, i I'm I'm hoping to start something soon. I mean I'm I still have the, the normal stuff I'm playing. Oh, I'll I'll go ahead and recommend um uh if you if you haven't if you haven't played Arknights, the the gotcha game I enjoy, they introduced a uh a roguelite um like no, it's actually a roguelike, excuse me. It's it's you don't A roguelike gotcha? Well, so it's a roguelike, but the the gotcha elements are basically like the characters you can get in the roguelike part of it mm. are leveled at times to the levels you've gotten them in the game itself. So, like, the roguelike actually has no gotcha elements. You can play it as much as you want. Um, it's fantastic. The, the If you if you have any interest in the game at all, um, or, like, you like tower defense or, or whatever, I would try Arknights and try the... Um, I, I, I think it's pretty easy to unlock. I don't think it, it takes any time at all, really. Um, the roguelite's very good. And if you have, if you played it and haven't played it in a while, I uh, recommend going back to it because it's very addictive, um, and surprisingly well done for something that, not that I'm, you know, miHoYo who makes, no, that's, that's who makes Genshin. Um, uh, anyway, the people who make Arknights, um, who I, uh, you know, I really like their work. Um, you know, they, they do good work, but this isn't a money maker like this this particular dungeon uh event etc is not making them any money at all um and it is still like very lovingly put together so it's pretty cool that makes them fools i, I know it makes them idiots and you must capitalize on this um no yeah it's good it's fun um so definitely give that a shot uh, obviously there are other roguelikes out there you can you can play them too but this one's fun i i am, i'm very impressed with it Excellent. All right, right. let's
1: get the fuck out of here. Bye.